they say can be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm Eastbound, just what no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out, cause we got to run to make. Welcome to another episode of Highway Freaks, Computer Geeks. I am Bright Guy, your esteemed host. Standing by is my right side, J-Man and Will the Thrill. Evening, guys. Good evening. Evening, man. How are you doing? Oh, I'm rocking, buddy. I, I think I took the blue one instead of the yellow one. I think I was supposed to take the yellow one, but I took the blue one. So, that's that's a Tylenol. That's not... Oh, I was like, are these pills? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I get when you said you took the blue one, I was gonna think, well, what are you gonna do the show with a Woody or? <laughs> right. You didn't worry about it. <laughs> well, I, I do go a little bit with medication. You can ask my wife about that. She'll tell you that. Well, I'm asking your wife about you and blue pills. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, all right. So, um. A couple of things I want to get off my chest before we dive into uncharted waters, and I think it is definitely uncharted waters tonight. The sharks will be us swimming. <laughs> so, um, this podcast is coming to you from varying parts of the United States and Canada. Now, tonight, ironically, we're all in Canada. Um, I'm in Calgary, Will's in Calgary, and J-Man is in Carameos. Yeah, I'm in Carameos. Right, Karameas. Thank you. Karameas CC. Yeah. And just to let you know, podcasters, J-Man and I are long haulers. And that's why a lot of the times the sound clarity is going to be different. Okay? We are going to try to endeavor to get better mics. Uh, we are going to get better and better. The podcast will get better. We'll get this figured out. It's kind of fun going through the trials and tribulations because as we do it, you know, we're not we're not perfect. We're not radio announcers that have a tech team, okay? We're not, uh, you know, ex-millionaire has been athletes that have a vodka and lemonade mix. Okay? We don't have any of that. We're not a kick in the dick. So, okay. Um, we don't even have a beer company. But you know what? Um, it might sound like you need to be drinking after our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, like a uh, there you go. Could you imagine? Highway Freak Computer Geeks the beer. I think that's cool. So, um, okay. okay. I'm, I'm going off the rails here. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we value your input on the show. And if you like something, if you don't like something, let us know. Okay? Um, I will let you know we have changed our Instagram. It's now Highway Freak N, like the letter N, Computer Geeks. And that one is on Instagram. Uh, Will, I think we're still on Twitter with the same Twitter handle. Will will give you that. And we also have the Facebook account as well. Okay? And I'll give you our um, emails uh, very shortly. And like I said, definitely we want to hear your input because this is how we get better. And like I said, we, we are trying to follow a bit of a... Uh, curriculum, so to speak, but uh, sometimes uh, we tend to go off the rails and uh, easy us on us. We're, like I said, we're just truck drivers and computer techs. Well, Will's the computer tech. So I do got to apologize to our podcast listeners. I got to do that, Will. Uh, if you haven't already heard, Sex 
SexualDesiresSexToys.com is our major sponsor right now. And we're all adults. So, you know, let's get used to it, okay? I mean, I know podcasts that have boner pills and condoms, okay? We don't do that, okay? I don't think we'll ever do that, okay? But um, we do definitely have a sex toy sponsor. And get used to hearing Brandy's voice on the commercials, but I will also assure you of this. They will appear throughout the podcast, not on the front and the end. I had a comment. Someone thought they were listening to a porno show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they pay our monthly bills for the podcast, right, guys? Without this, it it's not possible. So, that being said, Jay, how was your winter? Well, it started off okay. It wasn't bad. Came up from California, got into Calgary. And then I took a quick run down to Spokane and up to Kelowna to get me home, and I caught myself a cold. So, uh, as you know, I was talking to you the other night on my way to Langley, and I was I, w- I was sneezing my face off. I was really I thought it was allergies. I really did. I thought it was allergies. But today, as you know, women would say, "I'm man sick." This is working. This is worse than birth. You know, I'm dying. I'm dying, man. I'm dying. Like, so, what, so what are you taking for it? Neocitrin. I ran out of coffee. Oh, okay. Hmm. That, that can make you loopy, too. I like my coffee. No, I'm talking about like neocitrin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm kind of, uh, I don't know, low right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm slowing down, I guess. All the stuff is supposed to put you to sleep, so tell you not to drive on it and all that kind of stuff, so it is kind of slowing me down. And the weather's still kind of nice, so you can good. still enjoy our fall because oh, yeah. that white shit is coming. Oh, hey, it was cold in Montana, so oh, man, be prepared. Wow. Season. How about you, Willie? What's your week like? <clears throat> um, well, it was uh, it was very interesting to say the least. Um, we uh, we got a lot of comments on that uh, on that last podcast, and I, uh, I I I feel like we should clarify some things, don't you think? You go right ahead now. Okay, so. Um, last podcast, there was a group we shouted out, um, called the Crazy Indians Brotherhood, and, um, someone had made a comment, now, I, I understand, right, like, the proper pronunciation is indigenous, um, however, this group, that's what they go by, right, that's what they're called, so, uh, well, and, and, and the letters are CID, right, but, uh, yeah, we um we had a pretty busy week. Uh we're we're just getting stuff started for the winter now. Oh man, it's getting cold down here and it's getting I don't know, like uh it like it, it it's getting harder and harder to to wake up cuz you know it, it, the sun's coming up later and later. So it's like, oh man, but you you know we had to uh uh get some stuff done this week. Uh both Brian and I actually, uh, we've we've gone through 
a bit of grief. But, you, you, you know, overall, the, the the week was good. What about you, Jay? Well, it's uh, really warm here, as a matter of fact. Like, I'm sitting outside here, T-shirt. Um, and it, it's warm. It's not cold here at all. It hasn't been getting cold during the day. Uh, I don't know why. It should be, this time of the year, it should be below zero in the morning. Yeah. And it's not even it's not even close. And I don't know, the sun coming up later doesn't seem to affect me because in my job I I go to bed during the, during the day, I get up in the dark. Or it switches around and I mean it's changing every day for me, so it, I don't even notice it. But what about you, Brian? I'll tell you about my week. Um I guess uh, Sunday was pretty pretty eye opening. Um two dead bodies one day in West wow. Virginia. Um, wow. I came across this rest stop and uh, did my, you know, our usual half-hour break after driving for eight hours. And, yeah, uh, Virginia's finest was there and the ambulance was there. Uh, the broken window, door open, and I knew exactly, exactly what had happened. I didn't even have to guess. So, yeah, we got another dead trucker. Uh, don't know how long and how, uh, how long he, uh, he's been sitting there. But they were waiting for the bone wagon to come by. And it, it was within a matter of hours that place was just a complete breach. So I'm trying to get out of the rest stop. And so then I picked up my load and Inwood. And then I get on I-81 and there's another six cop cars on the side of the interstate. Like, oh my God, what is going on tonight? Do we have a full moon? Um, yeah, yeah, basically another dead body on the road, body bag and all. Someone looked like someone was uh, walking down an interstate. Why? I don't know. And yeah, and then, and then uh, a couple of days following, I get into a bad storm through Wisconsin. So yeah, and then my boy, I don't know. My boy Bandit was kind of making an ass of himself for the truck stop. He was doing his zoomies and spins, and he wasn't coming across as my uh, therapy dog. Because <laughs> I always say he's my therapy dog. Because uh, I guess he does give me therapy in some sorts, but he's not a true therapy dog. But I do get away with it at the Flying J truck stop. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> so, okay. So, topics tonight. Um, Kelly, you know what we're talking about. We have got. J-Man and Brian got just a pot in air fire concoctions. Yeah. Tip of the day by Jay. I'm going to read some excerpts from my book, Temporary Satisfaction. I wrote a book about, oh, I think around 15 years ago now. It's not published yet, but I decided I'm going to write, read you uh, excerpts. We're going to call it Brian's Story Time or Brian Guy's Story Time, Books on the Road, something like that. Uh, we'll come up with the title the title, let me know. Um, we're going to go down memory lane, some of the stuff that J-Man and I were talking about a couple of days ago. We thought that'd be really good. Uh, Jay's going to talk about his classic movies. He's going to do a review on Ghostbusters Afterlife. Will's going to do Hedberg Attacks, and he will tell you more about the organization of Crazy Indian Brotherhood, and that is the politically correct name. And, well, this is going to kind of freak you guys out. I'm going to make my stinging debut tonight. Hey. <laughs> well, you know what, guys? Podcasters, 
everybody listening, J-Man kind of unfortunately had to kind of dog out of this one, to coin a, a, a phrase, because of his cold and uh, his cracking voice. I think mine's a little better, and I do know the song, Ronnie Millsap's Prisoner of the Highway, so yeah, it's going to be a good laugh. And, you know, even the blue pill, it should sound pretty good. So, <laughs> let's get into it. So, okay, right. so we're going we're gonna to talk about the Instapot cooking and air fryers. Jay has become a master hamburger guy with the air fryer. Master, oh, don't yeah. tell you all about that. I, on the other hand, I still prefer to do the pork chops and the Instapot. Um, and it's really easy. You just basically sear up the pork chops, and once they're nice and browned, you just throw them in, and 30 minutes later, you have pork chops that just fall off the bone, man. So amazing. Okay? Pork chops are my favorite. I've also cooked stew in my Instant Pot, and that's pretty easy. You just uh, sear the stew, uh, the stewing beef. You add a cup of the beef broth, add the veggies, and you cook it for another 30 minutes, and you just throw on the lid. I'll tell you, if nobody is using Instapots out there that are truck drivers on the road, you're missing something. Oh, man, get one. Oh. It, it, it completely has changed my diet. It's it actually eating really good food. So. It does. It really does. Um and, uh, you know, not everything I, I make in the Instapot is good. I mean, I decided to make homemade wonton, and that was a mistake of epic proportions. Uh, I think one thing, if you're doing any noodles in your Instapot, never, never, never put the lid on with pasta, because it will make the nastiest, gooeyest mess that you can ever imagine. It's just it's so bad. It's so bad. So... But I want to talk to Jay about these amazing hamburgers. So, oh, you, you tell so, me what you're doing with your so simple, so simple to make. Um, I use the frozen patty. Start from frozen. Don't let them thaw out. You'll, you won't like it because it, they'll actually get really kind of tough. And what I do, throw a couple of the frozen patties in there and I put them on for 16 minutes. Okay, that's with the with the setting in. So it'll come up and then it'll mine has this uh, shake feature and it's it's soft cooking. And what it is is it's for French fries. But it's on every setting. So as soon as that comes on, get yourself some tongs. Get whatever barbecue sauce, if you like H B sauce or whatever you use, put it on top, flip them over, put it on the bottom, then let it finish off to the last eight minutes or so, then take them out. You won't get a, a hard, crispy burger. It'll still be it'll still be moist. It'll be juicy. You don't have to go the full 16, 18 minutes. You can, whatever your heart desires. I've been playing with it up down to 10 minutes. And because I like my burgers kind of, I don't know, medium rare, I guess. I don't like them uh, well done. So yeah, give that a try, Brian. It'll, you'll really like it. And Zephyr always gets a burger. Right. If I don't, I'll pay. Yeah. Oh, I will, I will suffer the tortures of the damned if I do not give Zephyr Papa Dota. Uh, I, I give, I give her, I give her a deluxe burger. I give her, I put a, I slice up a wiener on it. And she gets it. All hers. 
you know, if I, if I don't, she's just going to torture me for the whole night. Can you get hot dogs in it as well? I don't like the hot dogs in it. Really? Yeah, I prefer, if I'm going to do hot dogs, I do them in the Instapot. Oh, see. They, come out, they come out a hundred times better. See, what I do, the direct opposite, I do the wieners in the air fryer, and it, it, it comes out amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, they come out like barbecued wieners. You throw on um, some uh, Diana barbecue sauce, amazing barbecue sauce, by the way. You haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. Oh, yeah. And then what I do is I uh, take my, my um, hot dog buns, throw them in the microwave for about, I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute just to get them warm. Then I fire the wiener in, or I put a slice of cheese in there, fire the hot wiener onto the cheese so it kind of melts over the cheese, throw in the onions, the relish, the ketchup, the mustard, the pickles, the tomatoes, I kind of like a lot. And that's my hot dog. And uh, I'm telling you, and it literally drools as I'm making it. And the only thing I don't give them, I take out the onions, because dogs can't have onions. Uh, if you're feeding your dog onions, stop it. And um, he just loves the mustard and the ketchup uh, wiener uh, on the bun. And uh, he quite enjoys that. He's sacked out right beside me here. Just uh, totally, completely sacked out, my boy. So, so yeah, so there's some Mr. Pot recipes there for you guys um, at home. Like I said, get yourself an Instapot, get yourself an air fryer. Uh, well, have you, have you have used either one of those? Mm-hmm. I've used an Instapot, but I've never used an Instafryer. I, I I think my ex used to use one, but I've never really ate out of an air fryer before. Oh, they're, they're awesome. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah, anything I, I keep hearing that. Oh, my Lord. There's just anything breaded comes up so crispy. Like, you can oh. take... You know how, like, for a good example, A&W onion rings. They're really good when you buy them. But when you try to cook them the next day, they suck. Okay? Um, and uh, so if you put them in the air fryer, they crisp right back up. It's just like fresh A&W onion rings again. They're just amazing. So, hey, man, I made, a, I made a cake in mine. <laughs> <laughs> now that I would love to I, have seen. I wanted cake. So how did you do that? Well, tell, tell, tell well, I just, how you I did just, it. I just, I got a, um, you know those little, uh, uh, what the hell do they call them? They're uh, meat pies. You know those little meat pie pans? Right. Okay, the little tin foil things? Well, you right. can get them in different sizes, right? Right. Well, yeah. I made these two of these cake things. Don't ask me why I did it. I just wanted cake. And I went in and I bought, uh, I went into the dollar store and I bought a cake mix. I think it was Duncan Hines or Eddie Crocker or one of them. The ones that you don't need oil or, or egg, you just add water to them. And I, I whipped that thing up in my thing and I separated it into these pans and I just put them in the, in the air fryer. And I set them on for, uh, there's a, I use the pizza setting, the reheating pizza setting, and uh, they came up perfect, man. They were awesome. Cool. <laughs> yep, that's pizza cake. Sharing cake with the dog. Give the man cake. Let him cake. eat cake. I like cake, right. man. There you go. I want to try making, to try making an apple strudel in it. So, with that said, 
Now, Jay, you're going to talk about your classics. I'm literally going to go make yeah. a sandwich. Um, you, you, you have the floor for 15 minutes, my friend. And, yeah, yeah, you've got 15 minutes. You're on the okay. clock, pal. All right, well, take her away. I'll do, the, I'll do the afterlife first. I don't watch, okay, I don't watch anything new. I just don't like new movies. I just, I, I prefer movies like the Turner Classic movies. Like, I'll watch that all the time. I just find the acting's better. They don't have to rely on special effects and, and stuff like that. But I saw the preview to Afterlife, and I did see, when I was a kid, I did see Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. And, I mean, of course, I loved it. Who didn't love it? So I figured, okay, I'll watch this. I'll give it a go. And it was an amazing little movie. I thought it was, I thought it was damn good. The cast was amazing. It revolves around a family that inherits their grandfather's farmhouse in Oklahoma, and it, it, it moved. It, they move out there to take care of the of the will and all the monies and everything else. And they end up discovering little things about the grandfather and the young girl Phoebe, played by McKenna Grace. She finds out that he was a Ghostbuster, and they end up releasing a spirit from a, one of the uh, ghost traps, and that's how it, how it all begins. And no, I thought it was a really well done movie. It was really really good. If you haven't seen it, watch it. You'll 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 really enjoy it. And but as far as most movies, I like my old gangster. James Cagney, I mean, he he was typecast as a gangster for many, many, many years. And he did... For a minute. Yeah. How many beer freshers do you rate it out of seven? Oh, I'd have to give it a good... Uh, I'd give it a six. He's, there you go. He's, six beer freshers out of seven. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it because uh, it has a lot of nostalgia in it. It, it, it pops back to the old, the old uh, Ghostbusters movies. In it. It, 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 like old farts like us would get a better, a bigger kick out of it than you know kids today. Let you go back. I'm making my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but back in the '30s, James Cagney did some movies that were uh, very risque for the time. And to our standards of today, they're nothing. Like, it, they're, they're laughable. But it, what it did is it brought in what they called the code era. And if you watch old movies, all you, if you watch the older movies, you see husband and wife sleeping in separate beds. Women wearing dresses down to past their knees. Really, really bizarre shit like that. And the reason reason for it is the code was started by the Catholic Church. And that ran until the 60s, the late 60s. And it was actually the Flintstones cartoon was the very first show to send to see a couple sleeping in the same bed. Hmm. But I just, I just prefer the older movies. Most of the time, the actors were the stuntmen. Like James Cagney actually got shot at 
with live ammunition out of a Tommy gun in public enemy. We would just use CGI now. <laughs> like it's, uh, yeah, you know, some of the, and the older Westerns, like uh, John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart and actors like that, they did their own horse stunts. They didn't use stunt men. They had stunt men, but they didn't use them. Like actors today, I don't think other than Tom Cruise and a handful more, I don't think they do their own stunts. I'm going to put you on the spot. You've got a great story about John Wayne. I want to get a little more. I want to get a little more facts on that. But my mom did know. That is cool. I will tell you that much. My mom did. My mom and dad knew that. Um, um, through my mom worked at the Bayshore Inn, and that was a. a Hollywood who's who um, hotel back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, all the way up to the 80s. They would stop there. They would stay there. Hollywood John Wayne would usually stay there when he came up with his family on his boat, the Wild Goose. <laughs> My mom was actually working the night that Errol Flynn died. Then. Wow. Yeah, so she had... He had quite the, uh, the insight to uh, a lot of famous people. He met uh, many. Good looks from you, Mom. My, my good looks. <laughs> I don't know. My brother, told me, my brother told me once I, that I was found. I'm beginning to believe it. <laughs> you know, but no, like, uh, they, she really had a, um, she did some for the UFO. With Bob Hope, she really rubbed elbows with a lot of famous people. And she was very likable. And the one thing I do know, and this is a story that my dad that my dad told me, um, one of the reasons that John Wayne took a took a liking to my mom was she was easy to embarrass. And when you embarrass her, she would kind of get this hackly laugh and, and she'd snort hmm. and it would make you laugh so they were they would they would they would tease her quite a bit and she was quite young she was, she was only in her oh it's the mid mid 20s she was quite young she started working there when she was 17 1957 but yeah, so uh, I'll find out a few uh, good stories from my old man and uh, pass them on. Jay's what we hold of them. Jay's what we call an old soul. Like when you come, when you talk about reincarnation, like you can always talk about people that were reincarnated and what they were before, right? I, you know, and um, I'm not going to go into what I was reincarnated as, so, but I kind of consider you an old soul. You were probably at one time probably somebody that was in the 40s, the 60s. And that's why you are so reflective of that, and why you relate to to it so 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 much so often. Okay, you ever heard about that? Well, old soul. <clears throat> yeah, I've actually. Well, in in my life personally, my life started changing drastically at a really early age. So I found myself helping like I, I don't know 
50 and 60 year old because I was like able to, you know, um, feel what they felt, right? I, I could relate to them, right? It's, it, and you know, I myself, right? Like music, I, I, I love stuff like Jimi Hendrix and like, I don't know if you, if you heard about the Canadian band named Crowbar, but that, the singer to that band, his name is uh, Kelly J. Fordham. And it's stuff like that, that me and my friends like, right? Like, I, I mean, there's some new, new school stuff, but even the movies, I, I completely agree with Jay. Like, I don't know. All you got to do is look at Transformers, the first Transformers to now, and it's just not the same thing, you know? Yeah, true. Very true. The change of lots of movies and stuff. Um, some sequels are good. You know, we have, you know, the Game of Thrones kind of uh, takeoff of House of Dragons has been really good. I've been watching that when, I'm, when I get home. And not a big fan of Rings of Power. I think they dropped the ball on that one. Uh, really? Just unless it starts to get better. That's for sure. I heard it wasn't a ball they dropped. I heard it was a billion dollars. Yeah. Amazon's a major player now. And uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. In the movie business. I mean, they're giving Disney a run for their money. Like, I just, I was watching TV earlier tonight. And uh, Hocus Pocus is back with that Riddler on, I couldn't believe it, Hocus Pocus too. Like, those women are really kind of a little bit aged. They look a little long the tooth to be witches. <laughs> no way, man. Witches were, witches were supposed to be old and lovely. Well, I think they kind of fit the mold. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, holy jeez. But Disney is rehashing everything. Everything. I mean, you know, um... There's a lot of good rehashes out there. I, I don't. I keep going back to Cobra Kai. I know you guys haven't seen it. I don't know if you have. Uh, well, I, I know I'm not supposed to be watching it, but it's just so damn good. Like, and I was Why not a big. Supposed to be watching it. I just, well, you know, it's kind of high school stuff, you know, and it's not really something yeah, that you see. But it's, it's just really good. It's well done. Uh, Ralph Macchio's in it, and the guy Johnny who was the bad dude originally in The Karate Kid. It's kind of revolves around his life. And, no, it's really well done. If you guys have not seen it, you got to check it out. It's well worth checking out. So, I mean, it must be good because they, they signed on for another season. I think this is like season five or something. So that's usually a pretty big sign. So unlike some of those things on Netflix, I just binge-watched Tiger King. You want to see a wild show. Crazy stuff. Uh, wow. Tiger King really takes the cake, the, the cake because uh, you just don't know how batshit crazy some zoos are. And once you see that show, you really figure it out. So, Well, here uh, we're going to talk about some attacker uh, or uh, hacker attacks. Oh, yeah. So um, there's actually a couple of them. There's, so there's an Australian company that just got hacked. Ten million... Australians and their data has been all compromised. And uh, when 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 you look into it, it's it's kind of interesting. Man, I, I I think it's it's a pretty. I mean, when you call a hack easy, it it I, I mean it sounds crazy to the average person, but I mean 
it was just like a simple exploit that allowed their systems to spit out email addresses and names and stuff. So the company in question is called Optus. Now, I'm not sure if they've mitigated like risks and stuff, but it, it seems pretty pretty serious from, from what I'm seeing because uh, the numbers are 10 million Australians. That's a lot of data. And companies use that data to, you know, send fake emails out. And speaking of which, comes to my next hack, which was a Microsoft hack. And it was through uh, one of their OAuth apps, right? So it was, well, what they would do is they would get these, you know, dumps of emails and whatever. And then they would start sending phishing emails to everybody. And some of them, right, like... Casino. I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure people play casino games on their phone, but some people aren't really technically uh, knowledgeable, right? So they're more inclined to click on it. And they there was a bunch of credit card numbers that, that were stolen. And, you, you know, it just goes to show, even with the best security, it's still 90% of the time user error. So it's usually somebody clicking on it, entering their password and whatever. And yes, you can completely duplicate a, what is called an index.html, which is basically the page that you're looking at on the homepage of a web page. And it is not hard to do. Uh, we, we, we used to do it just to like, you know, test companies and stuff. Like there's, there's programs you can like, well, we would put out right and it's like fishing campaigns right so like okay you you think your company is you know safe well let us let us be the judge of that and try to trick people usually you know 90 percent of those people end up falling for the fishing link so one thing I, I i should suggest right now is that every single listener turns on two-factor authentication now there is there is a way around two-factor authentication, but it's very hard. And usually the people that are sending these hacks out are not that knowledgeable. They're only knowledge, uh, knowledgeable enough to get a website up and going, like a fake website, and that's it. So uh, two-factor authentication, when it speaks to the system, it goes on a cookie, okay? So this cookie, even if someone has your password, they would need that cookie to enter the, the website. And cookies are basically what your computer takes in when you visit a web page. So that's why a lot of us have to, you know, clear our cache or clear our cookies, right? So yeah, um, also kind of wanted to speak a little bit more on um, the Crazy Indians Brotherhood. We'll get into that, but we have to have a word from our sponsor. Ignite your passion and escape to paradise with sexual desire, sextoys.com. Over 7,000 adult products to choose from, including a large variety of sexy, erotic lingerie, tantalizing teddies, brazen bralettes, va-va-voom, baby dolls, magnetic mini dresses that will give you a night you'll never forget. Ignite the erotic side in your relationship. Sexual desire, sex toys, 
also has his and hers naughty board games, luscious lubricants and creams, or walk on the wild side with our anal and bondage fetish items. Paddles, masks, blindfolds with wrist and ankle restraints, and much, much more. And don't worry, we have discreet shipping and amazing 24-7 customer service and safe payment processing. Ignite the fire within you tonight. Visit sexualdesiresextoys.com. Hey, we're back. So Will's going to talk about the crazy Indian Brotherhood, and uh, I'm going to feed my boy, and J-Man, you still with us? Are you still sleeping off the different? I'm still with you. And coming up real soon is my debut singing Prisoner of the Highway, and my excerpt from my book, Temporary Satisfaction. (laughs) Absolutely. Take it away, Will. So, um, in the first podcast, I'd spoken on a little bit on uh, a group that goes around helping the homeless, you know, with food and, and water and, and, you know, blankets and whatever. And this group's name is Crazy Indians Brotherhood. So this is the politically correct term for the group. It is not like, that. It, it, I'm not trying to be derogatory or racist in any way. That is just the name of the group. Their initials are actually CID, and if you know something about them, you'll know that they, uh, they're people who really want to get back to their communities, right? So a lot of them are really, really good people. In fact, a lot, like every single one of them that I've met have been really good people. And my, in my life, at least, my mom brought me into you know she she well she didn't really bring me in she she introduced me into the um indigenous culture like what it entailed and all that other stuff and honestly like i don't want to get religious at all however i am going to say that they do have a very good outlook on life i enjoy it a lot and with that being said if anybody was offended by the first uh, podcast. Um, I, I can't apologize for that because that is the name of the group. Now, another, uh, the last thing I'm going to touch on is, uh, so I myself am, uh, I'm a pedophile hunter. Like this is like, that's what I do on my spare time. It's, it's, it's something that means a lot to me. And I'm also, right now promoting a sex toy website so i know i know even though it kind of contradicts itself it, it it doesn't really right i uh you know <clears throat> everyone has has their fun and as long as you're you're doing it morally correct and by the law you know like adults do then I don't see a, uh, an issue with it. In fact, it, it, it gives me the ability to scan objects or look for objects that, you know, may be a little bit weird, right? So I can assure everybody listening that anything on sexualdesiresextoys.com 
is completely 18 plus. That site does sell sex dolls, but they are all adult sex dolls. So yeah, if if it, by the way, if if you guys want to get some toys or you know just browse, that store has over seven thousand items. So you guys have fun with that. <laughs> you got anything to say, Jay? That was a nice touch. Cool. I, like I that. agree. I agree. That was a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of clarifies some things because we were getting some pretty controversial people that were sending in. And, and actually, I'm quite shocked about the emails we're getting and some of the feedback we're getting on text. So we only count this is our second visit. We call them visits because we look at as you guys visiting us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, and, and like I said, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to fall on our face. Okay. We're going to get better and better and better, and that's why we're going to listen to you guys. We're not going to be like these podcasts that get too big for their britches and they start selling crap. We are going to listen to you. I can't stress that enough. You know, we have emails that we will give you at the end of the show, and we will have other sponsors. We will have T-shirt sponsors. We will have uh, sponsors from all ranges, all ranges. So, you know, don't, don't be offended, please. And if you are, let us know. Okay? But just keep in mind, they pay our bills for yep. this podcast. They sure do. Okay? So, with that said, I guess the best thing to do is probably start uh, Ryan's story time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way, man. No way. Uh-uh. <laughs> get, your, get your teddy bears ready, guys. Truck stop okay? karaoke, brother. What's that? Truck stop karaoke. We got a request for that already, do we? <laughs> Damn. Hey, my turn's in two weeks, so. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're going to be singing? I think I think you mentioned something about. Oh, I'm, I'm, thinking I, of, I'm thinking of two, one of two. Boy named Sue. I love that tune. Right. I just love it. Okay. Or something that. Most truck drivers have have lived. Right. She got the gold mine. I got the shaft. There you go. I figure that many truck drivers will agree with that song. Me included. Yeah. That's what I'm 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 thinking of. But uh, well, getting back to my book. About 15 years ago, I wrote a book, and um. I'm, I'm uh, just going to read it to you, some excerpts of the book. We're going to start. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it. Uh, I'll just let you make your own conclusions. And uh, it's called Temporary Satisfaction. So if those out there are listening, uh, that you're looking for an uh, interesting author, uh, I'm available for a book deal. Uh, I had a book deal, actually. I lost it in COVID, if you can believe it. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I had a book deal out of Japan, and COVID hit that area, of course, and everybody got laid off, and there went my book deal. So I'm in the process of uh, looking for publishers in Canada, but I thought I'd read some of my books. So here we go. So. The book's called Temporary Satisfaction. The story of a man who transforms his life constantly, whether he wanted to or not. So, 
Hi, my name is Jasper Anthony Stevenson, or you can just call me Jasper like most people do. This is my story. If I had to do it all over again, would I change anything? You're damn right I would. These upcoming books, including this one, reflect who I am. Whether like me or you'll hate me, but what you read, for sure, isn't boring. The book is fiction inspired by events and goings on in my life. Don't even think for a moment that this is a book where a guy goes from rags to riches, because we always know how they end up, right? I can sure start off things by telling you that I've always been impulsive, spontaneous, and creative. Many times I've been referred to as an impossible dreamer. In my makeup, I am a true survivor. Someone once said to me, Jasper, when you walk over the water, you always seem to find the rocks to step on. I was born out of the side of the water bearer, Aquarius, and my birthday is Valentine's Day, of course. I'm a hopelessly devoted romantic, so women have always been my kryptonite. On this very day, 25,000 screaming teenage fans were seen at New York JFK Airport as they welcomed the Beatles. This was also their first time performing on American soil. Another chronological fact was Jimmy Hoffa successfully organized all United States truck drivers into a single Teamsters Union. In hockey, the Stanley Cup winner was the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Academy Award-winning movie of 1964 was My Fair Lady. The top three songs of the day were The Supremes, Baby Love, The Beatles, Can't Buy Me Love, and The Dixie Cups, Chapel of Love. These are all themes of affection and tenderness tied into my birthright during that period. Actually, being on the, born on the date of romance, my astrological sign signifies the love of the stars. What about the top three songs from 1964 being about love? Maybe it's just a coincidence, but I don't think things happen by chance. There's always that reason when something happens, we just don't understand it at the time. The universe truly dictates, so it will come to fruition eventually. Another thing is the trucking aspect in 1964, previously mentioned. I have been a truck driver for over two decades. What really defines me is a 2,500-year-old system developed by the Greek philosopher Pythagoras. He created a near-perfect number system in 16th century BC called the science of numerology. Numerology is a true belief in a divine mystical relationship between a number and one or more coinciding events. It's the study of numbers as the figures it designates the year of a person's birth ultimately determines their supposed influence on one's life, and maybe even their future. This system is an exact blueprint of exactly who I am, because it lets you know how I behave in certain situations. It illustrates my weaknesses and strengths. Furthermore, it expresses the obstacles I need to overcome to achieve complete contentment in my life. It also shows me how I can improve the quality of my own existence. My personal life path number is a nine. As previously mentioned, I possess an inner self of being very creative. I definitely have the makings of a philanthropist. Besides, I've always had a selfless quality in me, which seems to have moved my determination in the past. This in turn makes me determined to succeed at any cost, no matter what the circumstances are or even the outcome. You will find me to be condescending and vain at times, whereby that confuses people I meet because it is the extreme confidence I have within myself. I also have strong emotional ties to my family. That's not always as clear-cut as you will find out. I am a chameleon of sorts because I can blend into any situation, whether it is good for me or not. It was completely a 180-degree turn I took to do what I am doing now, as presented in this series of books. However, it has taken me over 125 jobs in my life to finally reach that destiny. Read that right, and that was just to live modestly. 
It must be a record, not one I'm particularly proud of, but it's still worth mentioning. I admit, I am not always the easiest to get along with, making even me a bit moody at times. I'm a hard worker, punctual, maybe too damn honest, but reliable. One thing's for certain, in all situations I get myself in, it greatly affects every relationship I have ever had. As for women, they have been countless, and numerous, so I've completely lost track of the numbers I've been in. I've had six serious relationships and married only once, strangely enough, on Halloween. My own family dynamics are as follows. I have a daughter, Cassandra, whom I am estranged by along with her husband, Todd, and daughters. In my sixth and final relationship, I helped in raising two stepchildren, Jack and Skyler, who were just four and six years old when I entered their lives. My stepson is now 39 and married to his wife, Sandy. They have a son and daughter as well. Maya is 16 and Ryland is now 14. Skyler is 37 years old of age and my, and my stepdaughter lives in British Columbia. Has my granddaughter, Cadence, who is about two or three now. I can't remember. Yes, I wear the titles of brother, brother-in-law, uncle, great-uncle, father, stepfather, husband, and even grandpa. I even own three pit bulls, as a matter of fact. Yes, those dogs that the media has made you hate. My better half is Cassidy, a very private person. So we won't talk about her for the time being. And that's where we leave off. Chapter one, Living in the Big Cheese, will be next week. So now... Not bad. Not bad at all. Another word from our sponsor, from that sexy gal, Brandy. Ignite your passion and escape to paradise with sexualdesiresextoys.com. Over 7,000 adult products to choose from, including a large variety of sexy, erotic lingerie, tantalizing teddies, brazen bralettes, va-va-voom, baby dolls, magnetic mini dresses that will give you a night you'll never forget. Ignite the erotic side in your relationship. Sexual desire, sex toys also has his and hers naughty board games, luscious lubricants and creams, or walk on the wild side with our anal and bondage fetish items, paddles, masks, blindfolds with wrist and ankle restraints, and much, much more. And don't worry, we have discreet shipping and amazing 24-7 customer service and safe payment processing. Ignite the fire within you tonight. Visit sexualdesiresextoys.com. Okay, so we're back. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. So... Okay, so um, just ahead of uh, the last thing that we're going to be doing, which is the uh, debut of Fry Guy singing Ronnie Millsap's Prisoner of the Highway. Yeah, you guys got anything to add to the show? I'm good. Yeah, I'm. Um, I, I think I'm good as well. Uh, there's going to be a couple of of uh, really big things to to bring up on on the next podcast. I don't know purely enough information about them right now to speak on them. Okay. All right. Okay. So, I guess it's, I guess I'm up, guys. You know, the show must go on, and even though I have a bit of a cold, I'm willing to take one for the team. So, <laughs> Jay uh, couldn't sing tonight. I 
kind of the song kind of epitomizes me on the road. I've always liked the song, and I honestly didn't think I'd be doing it tonight by myself. But hey, strange things don't happen. So I will get you back, though. Mark my word. I will. I will get you both back. Okay. I don't I have sing, bro. I don't sing. I have, hold on. <laughs> I have something planned for you guys. I'm going to let you know right now for Valentine's Day next year. Ho, ho, ho. Man, I am going to get you. I will get you even by oh, this man. time next year. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it involves, I'm just going to I'm just gonna let the cat out of the bag right now. It involves finding Jay and Will a blind date. <laughs> no. I, no. I don't date. <laughs> I don't date, man. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh, taking man. one for the uh-huh. team, brother. I, 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 I like, I like my solitude. Taking one. For I the like team. my money in my wallet too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So, so this is payback, guys. So I'm gonna do this, but you guys are going to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, Will. You're included in this. Yeah, of course you're yeah. it. Yeah, Will. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll, yeah, we'll okay. find you. We'll find you a real nice lady. Okay. Here we go, guys. We're gonna start. <laughs> Bear with me here. Here we go. Says, I don't 
Still nice, still fishing. 